Welcome to Away From The Bench, where we explore how on earth researchers are attempting to remain productive in unproductive circumstances, maintain their positivity, and look after themselves and their families during uncertain times. Today I've got a conversation I had with the wonderful Marlene Magellaez, a postdoc in cardiovascular research at the University of Edinburgh in Scotland, recorded on the 7th of April. We talk about her coffee protocol optimization hosting a thesis writing workshop for PhD students, all while pandering to her needy co-worker. I'm sorry, I mean cat. I hope you enjoy it. Hello, Marlene. How are you today? Well, uh, I'm fine. If I'm doing, you know... I'm fine, yeah. <laughs> so I'm a bit tired we're today. All, I'm a bit tired. Yeah, we're, all, we're all doing, we're all doing fine, aren't we? Oh yes, that's exactly yeah what we were just saying just before recording. But yeah, we're all trying the best. Yeah, yeah. Um, where are you sitting right now? Where do you live? Where do you? Where's your house? Uh, are you in your bedroom? What's going on? Yeah, so I'm in my uh, living room. So I'm in Edinburgh, and uh, I'm actually exactly where I was sitting when I was writing my thesis. <laughs> so I'm living in an old tenement in Edinburgh and I have this massive window in my uh, living room. So usually I complain about this window because you can feel the cold coming through, but it's a perfect like live TV for the out- outside world because I can see, so the road, there's an intersection, I can see the meadows. So right now in the meadows, there is some flowers coming and there is some trees. Uh, there are no leaves on the trees, but, uh, you know, it's going to come because it's spring, apparently. So I've heard. So I've heard. That's a pretty nice view you've got. Is it, uh, is it a nice day in Edinburgh today? Uh, yeah, it's kind of warm and sunny-ish. Uh, yeah, it's de- actually, it's a, yeah, it's really nice. <laughs> Have you been out yet? Yes, so this morning, so now I have a new routine in the morning. I'm preparing some coffee. I'm putting it in my travel mug and I'm having a little uh, 10 minute walk around uh, the meadows. Just so you know, you know, just to start my day, like I would start usually, you know, when you go to work, taking the bus or whatever. So I think it was important for me to still go out for a bit just to see something else in my flat, just for, you know, to kickstart my day really. Yeah, I think that's really important. I've heard uh, stories of people that um, work from home routinely and they leave, you know, get up in the morning, walk out their front door, do a lap of the house and then walk straight back in just to, as you say, have that routine of differentiating home life from work life. Yeah, totally. Especially that I don't have a garden. So my garden, I'm quite lucky because really my garden is the meadows. It's a big space in Edinburgh, a big green space. So it's quite nice. Uh, so yeah. Have you found the meadows quite busy with a lot of people? Um, or do you find um, everyone gives each other a bit of space at the moment? So in the morning, uh, there are quite a few people like me, I guess. I can see some people, but not a few, like just walking around a bit uh, alone. 
And otherwise, there is some people running, but not a lot in the morning. So uh, it's actually quite uh, nice. Everybody is giving space to each other. Uh, actually, you can also see the police going around. So there is a, yeah, there is a presence. Uh, I guess they're just here to check that everything is going in order. And then people are respecting each other and respecting the distances. But so far, so good. Uh, except, yeah, maybe at the weekend, it's a bit more busy, but trying to avoid the, you know, the, the peak hour. <laughs> uh, so yeah, with, a with a mug of coffee in your hand, that sounds like a really pleasant start to the day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, so would you like to tell us about, um, what your kind of field of research is in? I should have, uh, I, I will point out in the introduction, but you're a, you're a postdoc. So You've got a bit of uh, experience in in science, in academia, in research. Um, so, would you like to tell us what your uh, area of research is and what you what your work is is kind of usually like? So, I've been a postdoc for a year now. So, I finished my PhD uh, last year in two thousand and nineteen. Yeah, two thousand eighteen, two thousand nineteen. So, I'm a postdoc at the University of Edinburgh, and I'm part of a collaboration actually between Edinburgh, uh, Bristol, and London. And we are called the Center for Vascular Regeneration. So basically, the center, which is funded by the British Heart Foundation, focus on finding new therapies uh, that target the formation of new vessels that to improve heart repair uh, after a heart attack. So basically, uh, I'm trying to define new ways or new pathways uh, to promote the formation of these new vessels and heart generation ultimately. Cool. I think that's a, I think that's a really interesting research field. You know, we all can relate to having a heart. Um, <laughs> or, and, and when, when that heart goes wrong. So it's really interesting. Uh, it's, it's easy to, to kind of find that relationship, uh, when you explain, uh, what you work on to people. Um, so what's, so what's your, your normal, normal day, day or week, week like, like for you? In, are you, what kind of scientist are you? Do you work with cells? Do you have a lot of experiments? Do you do a lot of computational work? work? Kind of, what would, uh, a, what would a, a normal day be like for you when you are at work, work or in the lab? So normal week would be, you know, having a lab meeting on Monday or Tuesday, you know, just to set up some goals or to look at past experiments all together with the team. And then, so I'm working a lot with the heart tissues. So I'm doing some stainings on them and then I'm imaging them uh, with the uh, uh, microscope. And usually I spend the rest of the week analyzing these images. So either counting the number of vessels or looking at the expression of a protein of interest. So for example, just before the lockdown, uh, I was optimizing a protocol and uh, it worked. <laughs> Like just before, like it worked. I had some great images, so I was ready to scale up the the protocol. But then there was this uh, question about should I start or not because it wasn't clear yet if we were going to be shut down. So we talked with my PI, and I think we just said, okay, let's not start it because we were feeling that something was going to happen and that we were going to have to yeah. shut down the lab. So. Basically, it was a bit frustrating because, you know, uh, it was all a very exciting moment. I was doing some uh, training also on new techniques, but well, that's uh, how it went. So, yeah. So you, you, you kind of saw this coming and you chose to kind of stop, stop lab work a, a few days early and, and 
you know sort things out for working from home is that right yes so we had i think it was a week before the official um mm-hmm. shutdown like university was just officially said let's shut it down uh, my pi yeah. was already talking to us about oh let's just finish what we started or let's just try to finish it off uh do whatever you need to do, but then just work from home. So I just spent the last week, like before the proper shutdown, I just spent like a few hours in the lab, like three days, few a couple of hours just to finish off. And then, and then that's it. Cool. So what's your day like now? We've been, uh, I think, locked down for want of a better word for, uh, is it about two weeks now? Yeah, two weeks. Yeah. So, um, what's, uh, you know, have you managed to find a routine now or are you still kind of feeling your way through that? So um, now, uh, so I'm optimizing a protocol right now. So my protocol that I'm optimizing is which uh, coffee grind size is the best to make a uh, coffee with my AeroPress. So I don't have a risk assessment yet. Uh, but you know, I'm working on it. Uh, I I also use an AeroPress, so I can I can sympathise with uh, with protocol optimization in coffee making. Yeah, the brewing time as well, very important. The brewing time, so yeah. Have you considered water temperature? Yeah, I, I don't have the technology yet, but I never pour boiling water on my coffee. I just wait a minute or two, and then I pour it off. But you know, I'm uh, yeah respectful of the the SOP. <laughs> Absolutely. It per- Personally speaking, as a wee aside, like freshly ground beans is absolutely key. I reckon, yep. I reckon everything else can, you know, there's a bit of wiggle room, but freshly yep. ground be- beans is the, is the, is the, is the magic ingredient. But my grinder has like 17 different kind of size. So, you know, I'm working through it. So I'm just going from 14 to 17 and I'm trying to, but anyway. <laughs> so yeah, I'm still very much trying to f- keep thinking about science. Like even yeah. if doing our work right now in the lab is impossible. But uh, yeah, I have like things to keep me busy. Uh, I have two things actually that keep me busy. I don't have any uh, children, but mm-hmm. I have a, a co-worker that is yep. my cat. Uh, and my cat is very needy and she wants to play all the time. She's biting me if I'm not looking at her. So it was a bit of a, you know, <laughs> adjustment for both of us, especially that I think I took a favorite spot in the flat, like this big window that was a favorite spot. And now I'm on it. So yeah, my cat, my cat is keeping me busy, but also like, like everybody else, I think my mind is keeping me busy. So it'll be quite a change for your cat having you around all day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess she's like, Oh, you're still here. Have you asked? Have you asked your cat how she's getting on? Nobody asks the cats and the dogs, uh, you know, how 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 they're coping with having their owners around twenty four seven. At first, she was so happy. You could see her like going on my knees, and that like, she was like, "Oh, purr, purr," you know, like trying to keep to play and stuff. Now she's just sleeping right now, and then I, I bet, like in one hour, she's gonna come bite my ankle just to be like, "Hey." You here? I'm here. Let's play. Let's do something. So I'm gonna have to acknowledge your presence, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then go back to my computer. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> so now that you've spent, um, let's say, twelve days of the past fourteen optimizing your coffee protocol, um, what you know, kind of work-related 
um, jobs have you have you managed to kind of keep ticking over? Because your PI might be listening to this in the end, and she'll she'll be wondering what you've been getting up to. So we're still having uh, online lab meetings, uh, mm-hmm. just to keep in touch with each other. Try to also, you know, set goals, like smaller goals, like very tiny little goals that we can yeah. maybe try to achieve. So I'm actually a lot on my computer. But as for last week, I had a complete breakdown because even though I was on my computer trying to, you know, read papers, do things, you know, I, I wasn't achieving anything. Mm-hmm. It was like a empty, like, I don't know, seven hours a day, six hours a day of me frenetically just typing, but nothing was coming out. So it's like for me. So now yeah. I'm trying just to set like very tiny, smaller goals, even if it's just like, you know, read this paper, uh, remember this paper. Yeah. Uh, so actually I'm finishing uh, a paper for my uh, PhD. So we got the single cell, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, th- there is this as a goal, like finishing to write the paper, send it. Uh, the second goal is to uh, do some literature review uh, yep. for a new project. Uh, but like you said, fine, like I think everybody agree is it's very hard to focus. And yeah. I think we need to stop being so hard on ourselves. Yeah. I- I'm lucky because I think on my Twitter... And uh, even my boss, uh, everybody on my Twitter is very nice. And everybody mm-hmm. is like, oh, it's very hard for me to focus. I don't have anybody saying, oh, I wrote, you know, five grants. And I'm, I wrote like 10 papers. I'm amazing. I don't have all of these people. We're all very supportive of each other. And even though, you know, some people have kids, some people don't have kids. But it doesn't take away the fact that we are living through a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And even though in normal times... You know, I told you, like, I wrote my thesis at home. Uh, I was very happy to be at home. Sometimes I was going to the library. I was quite, you know, happy, just typing and excellent. But I think this pandemic (laughs) is in everybody's mind. And even though I'm not checking on my phone anymore about the news, you know, you're still still thinking about it every day, every minute. It's like... I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. It's... um, uh... Yes, it's very unusual circumstances and to, 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 to be thinking that you have to be productive or you have to be getting jobs done with these kind of external pressures on you is, uh, is, is perhaps not the best, best way to, to make, uh, make progress. So to make, make up for it, actually, I'm doing, uh, other type of work. So because I'm a part of the uh, postdoc society, so we're trying as a society to set up a few trainings or to promote some trainings for a PhD student, for postdocs. So for example, uh, this week, we're going to set up a training for PhD uh, students. So we want to talk about thesis writing with them. So we're going to organize a meeting uh, presenting some you know, practicality about how you write a thesis, but also to have a chat uh, about how our, our, as postdoc, we wrote our thesis and maybe give these PhD students some tips uh, mm-hmm. because yeah it's important to you know <clears throat> to have this idea that <coughs> sorry the community is still present and we are here to help each other so mm-hmm. I'm setting new goals like helping the community trying to yeah. do a few things uh, I'm also part of a few committees back in the department and we are having some also meetings to talk about how we're going to proceed with seminars and 
and presentations. So I think we're moving also towards, you know, webinars and all of yeah, this Zoom. Yeah. That sounds like a really proactive way of spending your time. You know, there's only so many, so many words you can write and papers you can read um, in a day that relate to your your field of research. So kind of branching out a bit and doing all these jobs that you maybe put on the didn't prioritize is, is a great use of, of people's time. And if I write it all now, I will have nothing else to do for the rest of the year for my. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, tell me about your PhD uh, training um, thesis writing program. Are you planning to have that as a, as a kind of live Zoom meeting or is it going to be pre-recorded or what format are you thinking about having that? Yes, yeah, so it's going to be uh, live. So we are in contact with the Institute for Academic Development, uh, which is uh, institute uh, in the, at the University of Edinburgh that promotes trainings. So we've been in touch with them. So they're going to organize the very, you know, academic, like how to write a thesis, what a thesis should look like. And mm -hmm. then we're going to be like three or four postdocs talking about how it actually is to write a thesis, like how actually it's uh, very, you're feeling, you can be feeling very lonely <laughs> writing it. Uh, it can be also quite stressful. But if you have some good tips uh, and advices and also, you know, just hearing other people talking about the fact that, yeah, it was hard and you're not alone. Yeah. So and everything is going to be fine. You're going to have, you know, a great thesis. Uh, it's fine. So I think it's quite, you know, important to still keep doing these things. Yeah. Have you got a date yet for it? Uh, yeah, it's going to be the 16th, no, the 15th of April. So in a week time. Okay. I don't know if I'll get this out in time, but we'll try and uh, see if we can get it to coincide. Um, brilliant. Brilliant. That sounds like a really good way of, um, of filling in the gaps in your day uh, and uh, feeling feeling productive, feeling productive. Yes. Um, so you kind of talked about it briefly, but how do you feel that your changes in your working life at the moment are affecting you Kind of personally, I mean, this this kind of relates into a little bit of a mental health kind of problem, um, which I think we're all hyper aware of um, at the moment. Certainly within kind of academia, I don't know about kind of what the rest, how the rest of the public perceives um, mental health so much, but I feel like sometimes within academia and certainly in in students and kind of early career researchers, this is a big a big focus that we we, we spend a bit of time talking about. Yes, so. So mental health is actually a big issue for researchers. Mm. So uh, in normal in normal settings. So yeah. during a pandemic, I can't imagine. So there is a recent yeah. report uh, published by the Wellcome Trust, which was um, uh, interviewing like thousands of researchers about death, about different type of questions, but it included yeah. mental health. Yeah. And I'm sure you wouldn't be surprised to know that actually one out of two researchers uh, thought to seek uh, pro a professional help, mm -hmm. uh, it, which is very bad. Can you imagine one out of two, like 50%, more than 50% of researchers had had mental issues. Either yeah. they consulted someone, a professional, or they thought about consulting a professional or they should have consulted the professional. Mm -hmm. It's disastrous. <laughs> so, and this is just in a normal, you know, day-to-day -day job setting. So we actually, I think we are a very 
fragile uh, community profession because of all the stress, because of yeah the pressure put on us to produce this paper that's going to be published in Nature. Uh, mm. Work more than the nine to five. You have to work and think about your work every day if you want to succeed in academia. And I think we need to change this. We absolutely need to change this. And maybe the pandemic is actually the right time to rethink about all of these things. Because actually, right now, we can't do all of this. But I'm sure the community is going to get stronger because of this feeling of, you know, belonging to, you know, a community that can help each other. So, yeah. So my mental health has been, yeah, up and down, I think. Um, yeah, yeah. Very, and because I'm a postdoc, you know, a French postdoc away from my parents yeah. and my family, uh, it's very hard for me because, and I'm sure for a lot of international students and postdocs and mm-hmm. because you don't know when you're going to be able to come back home, basically, yeah. to see your family, to see, and my parents, they are, they are, they have a certain age. They mm-hmm. don't like to be called old but you know they are in the category at risk but so but still i think they're being careful because i'm calling them almost every day now which i wasn't doing before before it was like once or twice a week now we are calling each other every day to catch up and every day i need to remind them oh, are you sure you washed your hands correctly are you sure you know you did everything right because for example my dad <laughs> My dad can't help himself but to go buy the bread every day. How French, like how, like, and he's not even a French national. He's Portuguese, but (laughs) (laughs) France adopting him, adopted him so well (laughs) that he has to go buy his bread uh, almost every day to get, you know, I don't know if it's to get, you know, away from my mom or... It'll be it'll be the equivalent of you having your walk around the park. It's it's part yeah of no routine. yeah yeah totally. It's uh, I think everybody has their mechanism to cope with uh, things, mm. and I think getting a routine that you were doing before, just keep you know keep doing it, yeah. can be a solution that like, can help you uh, to get through this basically. So, have you adopted any uh, proactively adopted any practices? recently since the lockdown to help you um i was going to use the the term stay sane but that seems a bit inappropriate uh but just you know help 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 yourself uh you talked about having your your walk around the the meadows in the morning is there anything else that you you've you've tried doing kind of regularly to 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 keep you um focused with uh with some perspective so uh, when we were all in the lab, you know, working, uh, for the lunch break, we would have, you know, lunch together and we would do crosswords. So usually in the break mm-hmm. room. So we set up with other people from the, the department. We set up a little uh, Zoom meeting for lunch where yeah. we are doing uh, online crosswords together. So we're having all, you know, a lunch break. So you can be eating or just having a coffee or whatever. And we are doing this uh, little, uh, is the the Guardian uh, crossword on the internet. <laughs> the, are you doing, just, just for clarification, are you doing the easy one or the cryptic one? Not easy. Like it was already hard, <laughs> hard enough compared to what we used to do. <laughs> you're but you're, you're get, building up to the cryptic one. Yeah, we're getting better though. We are getting so much better. So we're keeping, you know, we're trying to have this, 
the same kind of the same routine, even if it's via, you know, Zoom or yeah, conference, like teleconferences. Yeah. So we have this. Then, uh, I also, I set up a French, uh, lunch break on Fridays. So on Fridays, we would do, you know, a little conversation in French with the five or six mm -hmm. people. So I would be teaching them some, some words and we would be just talking. So it's a way also to learn new things. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That sounds, that sounds, that sounds good. The, the kind of maintaining, maintaining social contact yes. with people. Um, yeah. Yeah. So what do you think then if, if, uh, if we can ever return to, um, normal, as we might call it, um, what we previously thought was, was normal, um, what do you think you'll take from this current kind of experience that you're having either from the past few weeks or the next month or two? What do you think you'll bring back to your, what you might be normal life and how might you change kind of how you do things? Well, to be honest, I really like the webinars. <laughs> Mm, so, uh, yeah, I think I've heard everybody praising kind of online webinars. Yeah, and I, I think some people would want to keep going, like to do again the webinars after the the lockdown is over and to maintain this because it's great to to look at people in in America talking about you know a, a paper yeah. they publish. It's really it's really good. So I think the webinar kind of style we should absolutely man maintain this. Mm -hmm. And also linked to obviously like climate change, all of this traveling we're doing. Uh, I think it would be a great uh, way forward as well to maintain, you know, distance. You're, you're right. You're right. Silver linings and all that. But I think within academia, we've talked about um, webinars and accessibility and making more conferences online. And perhaps this was just the impetus that that we as a collective group needed to to actually build build these systems. Yeah, and also I think the second thing uh, that now we're getting really good at is checking on each other, mental health. Mm -hmm. I know, yeah, even in normal days, I think we would, but maybe not as much as now. And yeah. I think linking back to the research culture, uh, I think we should take this uh, with us in normal times, checking on each other mental health more often, talking to each other more often about how we feel, uh, talking maybe about how, what's productivity and mm -hmm. uh, yeah, the pressure, like maybe having less pressure to publish the nature paper, <laughs> but just do science in a correct way, uh, you know, in a way that you will feel good about it and uh, yeah, being happy. <laughs> is the aim of the game, if you ask me, is the, is the aim of the game. <laughs> <laughs> and and not only that, but defining it for yourself, defining what is happiness and defining what is success and productivity for yourself rather than letting somebody else tell you what what that should be or could be. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh let's let's wrap things up. Marlene, what's for lunch? Ah, oh, I have this steak pie in my fridge <laughs> steak steak pie for lunch not because wow. you know it's like i'm tired today because my cat my co-worker decided to work at 4 a.m <laughs> and she made these massive noises i don't know what she was doing we are different we have different timetables obviously so she was she's, working. She, she's stressed as well yeah at 4 a.m yeah. she was i think the seagulls are back in edinburgh uh, 
and they are making noises as well. And I think she was yeah. like focusing on them, doing some horrendous noises. And I need comfort food. <laughs> I need my comfort food. <laughs> so yeah, steak pie. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Uh, I'm a little bit jealous, actually. That sounds wonderful. Um, do you find the time to relax at the moment? Do you watch a bit of TV, Netflix, audiobooks, real life books? How do you how do you do that? And what's uh, what's good at the moment? Uh, so I've been watching Tiger King, like uh, everybody else in the world, I guess. <laughs> By the way, Caroline killed her husband. <laughs> I I don't know what Tiger King is. It, I've seen it on Netflix, but like, and everyone talking about it, but I don't have the time for for uh you know kind of things that divert my attention like that i've got like one tv show that i've just got to keep plugging away at once a night so yeah i'm trying actually i'm sick of looking at screens uh because we're doing it a lot so yeah. i've been trying to i'm looking out at my windows like it's really good yeah. and uh so i picked up a book that i left for a while that is called a man's search for meaning Ooh. Mm -hmm. About this. Or women's search, women's search too, perhaps. Yeah, no, it's a mankind search for meaning. It's uh, from, okay. yeah, <laughs> it's from one from someone that survived, you know, the Holocaust. So, okay, yay! Wonderful. So, I guess you know, trying. Who, who's who's the author? So it's Viktor Frankl. Oh, excellent. That sounds like something nice to 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 ponder to to yes. take some time to read exactly yeah. so yeah the classic tribute to hope from the holocaust so i guess you know if these people <laughs> this person finds uh, you know some happiness somehow uh, yeah we should be also <laughs> able to so yeah absolutely happiness absolutely um thank you so much for your time um if anybody that ends up listening to this wants to catch up with you find out about your work um find out about your phd training course or just inquire about how your co-worker is getting on uh, <laughs> how can they get in touch with you so uh, yeah. either by email or social media or whatever yeah they can find me uh, on twitter so at marlen mappy cool i'll i'll link that in the show notes just in case that 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 confuses anyone yeah if you want spelling. to see cute cat picture uh and just, uh, you know, me rambling about life and stuff and science also because I love cat, cat pictures make the world go round. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, excellent. Marlene, thank you so much for uh, spending the time today to chat to me about stuff. I uh, really appreciate your time. <laughs> but thanks for having me and uh, good luck. Wonderful. Wonderful. Have a good afternoon. See you later. See ya. Hello again. Thanks for sticking around this long. I hope to keep these conversations relatively bite-sized for your consumption. If you want to get in touch about anything we've talked about or with any comments, you can find us on Twitter at at AFTB underscore podcast. Enjoy the rest of your day and have an amazing week. Folks.